Hello, and welcome to the Details podcast. Uh, I believe this is podcast number seven, if I'm not mistaken. I hope I got that number right. Uh, it has been a very long time since my last podcast. Uh, I, I'm not going to make any more excuses. I, I'm not doing a good job at keeping up with the, keeping up between this every week, so I apologize. But hey, I had a birthday, blah, blah, blah. I've been busy, so maybe that is excuses. Anyway, um, my bad. I actually have so many things that I want to talk about and share. So hopefully now um, I'll have more podcasts to share with all of you. Um, it's really exciting that I hear once in a while... Um, people that actually say that they've been listening to my podcast and they thought they were interesting. So I'm really happy about that. And thank you for taking the time out of your lives to listen to me talk about random stuff that are important to me. I do appreciate it. Um, it's actually very, very heartwarming. Um, so yeah, thanks. Today I want to talk about um, something that, you know, in the world of VC, we, we hear, me and my fellow venture capitalists hear this a lot. Um, I hear it a ton. Um, is just the question, uh, how do I get into venture capital? Um, and honestly, I have been hearing this que question from people all around the world. People from Israel re reach out to me. Um, I mean, you know, New York, SF, just a lot of people want to enter venture capital. Um, to be honest, most of those people are, have a finance background. Um, they, yeah, people that are like, you know, work in private equity or, in, you know, in banking and the like, and they, they find venture capital um, interesting um, for obvious reasons, and they ask me how to get in. So this is obviously going to be my personal point of view, of course, and, and, and how I approached it um, to come to the conclusion that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, and... So take it all with a grain of salt, of course, because it's just my point of view and, and how, I, how I look at things. But um, I'll say, just to start off, there's no road to venture capital. There's no one way, there's no one route, and there's no like, you know, if you follow these four steps, you'll be uh, in venture capital in no time. There's no such thing. Um, so I, honestly, there's no real way for me to answer that question. But I think that there's two important things that a young individual, male or female, uh, should ask themselves if they want to get into venture capital. It's one, ask themselves, what is, what is venture capital? And, and what does a venture capitalist do? Ask that question to yourself and know what that is. Because honestly, I ask people this question when they reach out to me and I realize that people don't really know what venture capital is. I think they think it's like this, like we sit around all day and talk about Facebook and how awesome it is and how we're going to make money, uh, which is a little bit of what we do. But, but you know, I don't think you can enter any industry without really understanding what it is. So first of all, ask yourself, what is venture capital? And, and I'll get into that in a bit, again, from my point of view. And two, ask yourself, why do you want to do venture? So obviously when you understand what venture capital is, then you can ask yourself, well, why do I actually want to do this? And is it the right thing for me? Um, because I asked myself that question and the work that I did helped me realize that this, like I said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. So I'm going to start by answering the first question kind of for you. <laughs> um, so what is venture capital? This is again, how I view it. I think that there's many different ways to look at it. Um, and there's many different type of venture capitalists, obviously, but what I, the way I view venture capital is, you know, smart, hopefully smart people, uh, who believe that their expertise, their experience, their network, their Rolodex can help find, pinpoint, advise, and partner with the most talented entrepreneurs who are aiming to build a solution to a large problem that can be sold or used by a large number of clients 
and or users, uh, create large profits along the way to eventually generate a successful return to the fund and the investors of the fund. I know that was a long run on sentence, um, but that's what I think venture capital is. I think it's, it's really people who think that their backgrounds and, their, and what they've done in their lives can help them find these entrepreneurs and work with them and help them become insanely successful with the ultimate goal of bringing returns to the fund. Because if you, if you know, venture capital is built on a structure where you have limited partners who are the investors in the fund, whether they're going to be high net worth individuals or, you know, large institutional funds, like, you know, um, uh, whether it's going to be large banks, for example, sovereign wealth funds, or even pension funds, they put money in the venture capital fund, and then that's run by general partners, and the general partners are people like, you know, Fred Wilson, and, um, you know, the like, right? So you have individuals who are these GPs that they go and they manage the fund, they manage the money, and they do the investments, uh, which in the end of the day will hopefully bring returns. Um, so again, that's, that's how I think, that's what I think venture capital is if I had to define it. Um, hopefully some of my friends that are in venture capital will not think what I said is too far off. Um, and then I think, like I said, you should ask yourself, well, what does a VC do, right? So, and this I think is, is, is going to help you answer the, the, the other question of why you want to do venture because in the end of the day, this is hard ass work. Yes, some people think that VC doesn't do anything. I think we're, we're supposed to work hard. We're supposed to work just as hard as our like entrepreneurs we invest in, flat out. Because if we don't, then, then why would they want our money? That's how I view it. Or at least me personally, I want to work as hard as they do. Um, and if there's one thing I've realized about venture capital, that it's, it's always on. You're always working, always. And I'll explain what that means. So the day-to-day -day in my mind of venture capital is, as a venture capitalist, is like, First and foremost, especially if you're a young venture capitalist, you're doing a whole lot of research, a whole lot of reading, and you need to understand that and you need to enjoy it. You need to really, really enjoy it. You need to be a curious individual and understand that you are going to be coming in and reading a lot about, I mean, everything from the different, you know, tech journals and reports and research, whatever it may be, you, you know, you wake up in the morning and you go through the news and you listen to podcasts and you read books all the time. And I mean, it's just constant, you know, consumption of information because in the end of the day, understanding what's happening in the market, understanding what companies are out there, understanding what entrepreneurs are looking at, understanding what companies are, you know, what problems companies are facing, that in the end of the day will bring the next solution to these problems and the next entrepreneur, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to be reading and you're going to be diving into specific sectors and technology all the time. I can tell you that I recently went to this blockchain meetup uh, with a few fellow um, uh, venture capitalist and honestly I was just blown away because there were um, you know these these younger uh, younger venture capitalists like you know associates or whatnot and they were doing this for the past year and they just started diving into blockchain and wow there was one specific woman there I actually don't remember her name otherwise I would give her a shout out but she was just so knowledgeable because she was she took the time they asked her to do this obviously to dive into blockchain and to understand it from a to z and she knew all the different companies in the space and what was interesting and where the questions were and i was just blown away because in the end of the day that's what you should be doing and that's what you will be doing you will be asked to dive into sectors all the time you will be asked to build research and it's 
it's great because that's how you become an expert in a field. So be prepared. That's a lot of what we do. Um, you obviously need to, you know, be, be ready to look at financials or at least understand financials. Even in the early stages of a company, like you're, I don't think it's so important to necessarily build financial models. That's my personal opinion. Um, but you need to be able to look at it and understand them. You need to understand the P&L, the balance sheet, the financial model, because in the end of the day, that's the plan. That's the company's plan to grow. That's how you understand, you know, how much it's going to cost you to grow, to bring on more people, uh, to get your offices in place, to get your next milestones before your next fundraise. And if that plan isn't, you know, if you don't understand that plan, you have a problem. So a lot of the day to day is like going through these models and you see that in the deck, right? Which is the next thing you're going to be doing is seeing a whole lot of decks a whole lot of them and you need to be prepared for this because you're going to be seeing them and reviewing them and at some point it'll be really easy to recognize what you think is relevant for you and what's not even if you're a generalist fund you'll know pretty quickly like what you think the partners in the fund will want to look at and what they won't and i think that's something that that you know you get used to after i would say even a few months but that's a lot of what we do we see a lot of decks this goes to what i said before about a lot of research right a lot of information a lot of companies a lot, a lot, a lot of data. Be prepared for that. Um, a lot of the day-to-day, -day, obviously, is people. You are going to be meeting with people. You need to like people. I'm gonna say it again. You need to really, really like people because you're gonna be spending most of your time with people and meeting people and calling people and interviewing people and reaching out to different people at different companies and different businesses. Yeah, you need to like people. And then obviously it's a lot of networking. And this is, um, goes to what I said before. I, in my mind, venture capital work doesn't end when you know the clock turns like six or seven because after the day, there's the night. And then their night, there's networking events and there's meetups and there's cocktails and happy hours, which all sounds very sexy. But let me tell you something, it's work. You, it's fun. I love it, right? We love it. We enjoy it. There's alcohol. There's great people. You meet people. But again, it's work because you go to these things to either get educated, uh, to meet people that could hopefully, you know, um, have the next great company that you're supposed to pinpoint. Um, maybe you're speaking on a panel, so you're educating others, but there's always going to be something. And that network is such a big part of what we do. It's a really big, you need to know good people and the right people and the smart people and who's going to be the next entrepreneur that's going to do something big and which entrepreneur that sold a company is going to be doing his next company or hers, um, you know, and it's constant networking. Um, it's a big part of what we do, but you need to like it and, and enjoy it. And another big part of the day-to-day, -day, obviously, is just working with the portfolio on whatever they need. So you're going to be... Maybe you'll do business development phone calls for them. Maybe you're going to help them find their new employee. You have to always think about ways that you can help the portfolio. And that's a lot of what we do in the day to day, like talk to the companies. Sometimes you talk to them like, you know, once a while, but there's companies that you talk to almost daily. It really depends on the company and what they need. But that's a lot of the work. That's a lot of the work is just basically reaching out and figuring out how you can help and doing things for them. Um, so yeah, to recap that, it's a lot, a lot of research, a lot of information, it's a lot of numbers and financials, and it's people and network, obviously, um, from the high level, of course. There's probably more things that I forgot, but that's, I think that's what the day-to-day -day is look like. That's what it looks like. So the final question, after you realize what this is, if you still think this is sexy and interesting for you, I would say 
sit down and ask yourself, why do I want this? Why do I want to do venture capital? And anybody who reaches out to me, I ask them, why do you want to do this? And in most times, honestly, I get really, I just don't think they're good answers. I hear people say, well, I, you know, I have a great network. I, I you know, I spoke to this individual who has been working with a very, um, I won't say the name obviously, but this is a very, very known uh, man who, you know, is very wealthy and very, um, a huge contributor to, to many uh, organizations and he's just a wonderful, wonderful individual who's, who's very known and, and this person was his right hand man, but he wants to enter venture capital, which makes a ton of sense um, because as he mentioned, you know, I have a great network and I know so many people and I want to be helpful with that, which is phenomenal. It's a great, it's a great thing. But as I just told you before, there's so many different aspects to venture capital and having a network is just one piece of that, that pie. It's great, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Uh, or somebody tells me, you know, yeah, I worked in banking and I, you know, I've done some private equity, so I think, that, you know, I'll be able to help, you know, I work with companies in the later stage and help them grow. For sure, super helpful, super relevant. You have to do that too, but it's not enough. Do you like technology? Does it intrigue you? Does it, does it get you up in the morning? Um, so there's really, really, it's, it's not, one thing or the other it's many different things that i think need to need to be there need to be inside you for you to actually really for you to probably decide to do venture capital because in the end of the day you're helping other people you are a service provider like i can't emphasize this enough you are a service provider venture capitalists work for entrepreneurs we work for them and with them to help them succeed so you need to remember that this is also a, a I, what I love about this is that it's very teamwork driven. You know, a lot of people that come from the world of the world of like, you know, I don't know, advertising or finance or even real estate. Like I, I could be totally wrong, but from what I've seen and, and conversations I've had, it seems like it's not so much about the teamwork. It's more like deals that I get done. How can I get the best trades? How can I get the best deal? How can I close this? And it's a lot about standing out because there's so many other people that work in the bank with you. There's so many other traders. It's, it's a lot about how you can stand out and, and it's very competitive. Um, venture capital is, yeah, there is some competition, maybe more in Silicon Valley because there's so much more money involved, um, but it's not really about competition. You're gonna get the best deals by working with other venture capitalists who will, and other entrepreneurs, and they need to like you, and then they're gonna share deals with you, and then you're gonna find co-investors, and it's so much about teamwork, it's camaraderie. It's, you need to be a team player to be in this industry. So ask yourself if that's your personality, if that's who you are. And because of that, you also need to be somebody who wants to help people. A lot of what I do is just sit around and ask people, well, how can I help? It's, it's, it's not easy uh, because we can't help everybody. Um, and, and it's tough at many times, but you need to like it. You need to enjoy it. Because in the end of the day, I personally enjoy, like we're here. I think I'm, I'm doing this because I like helping people. I'm gonna sit with entrepreneurs that I know that I won't invest in, but I personally will try to find ways to help them meet with other venture capitalists. I do it all the time. Most of the people that I work with do the same thing. This is what we do. It's a really big part of venture capital. It's just helping. 
um, there's a great book that I recommend everybody listening to read. It's called Give and Take, which basically talks just about this, that you know the givers might not get most successful in the short term, but the long-term game is, is the long-term gain, excuse me, is, is so much higher when you give and ask, how can I help and what can I do for you without expecting anything in return? It's a big part of what we do. Um, so what I, what I recommend, and this is what I did, I was very fortunate to talk to a friend who sent me um, basically a questionnaire um, that was called, she called it soul work, um, when I wasn't sure what I wanted to do because me, like a lot of people, you know, I was like, I met so many entrepreneurs and I thought, wow, maybe, maybe I should be, you know, starting a startup and maybe, you know, I don't want to do venture capital. I was debating it and I went through a lot of these questions and they really helped me realize that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life and I want to share it with, with, um, with you. And maybe it'll help you get to the realization if venture capital even interests you or it doesn't. So one thing I would, I, you know, one thing I would ask yourself is, you know, what are your, what are the core values that you want your life to embody? What are these values that you truly deeply cherish and, and, and you want to, you know, to, to live by? And this could be like, you know, love and connections and fulfillment, etc. Write those down. And then I want you to, you know, I don't want you, if you want to, you can do this, obviously. I did it, it helped me. But write down what gets you excited. What, what delights you? What are you passionate about? You know, it could be like empowering women, connecting to nature, innovation. Write those down. What, what gets you excited? What moves you? And then answer like a question, you know, if, if some crazy miracle happened overnight and the dream life you've you know, kind of secretly been imagining for yourself, wondering, you know, what if, what if this could be my life? If that imagined life that seemed impossible at the moment became a reality, by some miracle, what might it look like? What would you be doing? What would a typical day in your ideal future look like? Who are the people in your life? Who would you be interacting with? What kind of people? And write that down. Write that down. I think that, that'll help too. And then write down what are my unique personal strengths, the talents and skill that you have that make you a true badass among your friends and your peers, right? As many as you can, like at least 10, right? Like, you know, I could be a ninja problem solver. I could be highly resourceful. I'm versatile. I think out of the box, et cetera, et cetera. Write those down. Um, write those down as well. And this is obviously like, this is kind of like a long process, I know. But like I said, it helped me. Um, and then I think it's important to write down, so what are my anchors, my, my personal traits or habits that are holding me back? And, and be really honest, right? Like, if you can define these traits and habits that you embody that have detriment, you know, have a detrimental um, aspect on your growth and interactions with yourself and others, you know, maybe like, you know, you're too judgmental or you get frustrated with people, write those down too. And then basically write down like, I think this kind of like closes the loop in many ways. It's like, why am I passionate about creating this dream career? Why? What does it matter to me? If I accomplish this dream, how would I feel about myself? What core values of mine will I be fulfilling and honoring? How would my life be different? Figure, figure that out. Like, why do I want this dream to be reality? Why? And then in the end of the day, when you look at all this, think about, well, you know, is there anybody in my circle, like directly or indirectly, that is living a life I'm truly inspired by and that I wish for myself based on everything I listed. Someone that embodies the same values as I do, similar work or philosophy, write, philosophy sorry, and like write down a few names. I know this is a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to send this by email to anybody who's listening who is interested in this, in this kind of soul work because 
yeah, it sounds kind of corny, like, oh, you want me to write what I'm passionate about, what I love, no, no, no. But I can tell you that I did this. And when people ask me why I love venture capital, why I chose it, this is the reason why. Because my core values, I, I, my core values are, are being used or, or a part of my day-to-day -day life. And my passion is part of now of my day-to-day -day life. My interests, my dreams, what I want to do and accomplish in this world is now part of my day-to-day -day life. I love people. I love helping people. I love technology. I'm extremely curious. I love diversity. I love being able to touch many different things at the same time. I love making an impact. I, you know, I, I love camaraderie. I love teamwork. So all these different things I do every day and I love what I do because of that and I'm happy with what I do every single day and it's it's a, and I love hard work right and I love I just love it and and after I did this kind of I answered this question I was like yeah like venture capital is exactly what I want to do and I'm good at it I think because all my values and my passion and my passions sorry are, are, are part of my day-to-day -day job and I really think that if you take the second and kind of answer these questions and like I said I know I went through them really fast but if I can if I can share any of this with you via email I'm more than happy to um, and wow this has been 20 minutes so it's, it's too long but anyway I recommend going through this process with yourself now that you understand what VC is ask yourself why you want to do this do you have the pieces of the pie to make this become your reality and do you really want this to be your reality think about it before you start rushing and out to try to get an analyst job or an associate job I think it's a great experience if you want to do it for a few years, why not? But maybe there's something else you should be doing. Maybe you don't want to be a service provider. Maybe you're not such a curious individual. Maybe you don't like technology so much. Maybe you don't really like people so much. Maybe you're not really the best team player. Know yourself, know who you are, and then figure out what path you should take. I'm always more than happy to ask any questions and talk about this um, further. I hope this was helpful um, and not just a bunch of me uh, rambling on, but but this really helped me um, realize that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I, and I couldn't be happier. Um, so thank you for listening as always. And uh, we will talk soon. Bye.